You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. I can't hear nothing. Oh, there we go. All right. I was going to talk about something and I forgot. Did you oh. going to talk about how you don't know what rugby is? No. Uh, congratulations on your one year one year work anniversary. I saw that on oh, LinkedIn. Nice. Congrats. It's, I'd, I'd rather give you the congratulations that you deserve in person rather than just click the virtual like button and be like, hey. I gave him the online uh, congratulations. I haven't talked to him about it in person at all. Mike. It was a it was a big day because uh, it was your Why birthday was, uh, and my work anniversary. So Lawrence was the other mic. <laughs> I did take that off. You Hello, this witch. There you go. Put the little the little, little felt thing, on, the pop blocker. What were you saying about your aunt? Oh no, no, no it was a big day for Lawrence. Oh. He was he was chatting us up in the editorial, and uh, it was your birthday and it was my work anniversary. Oh, it's a big day. Oh yeah, this happy, birthday, happy Luke. birthday, Luke. <laughs> thank you, thank you guys, and um, just cue up uh, the Mr. Mullet from Oklahoma State. I'm a man. I'm 40. Probably oh. the best cake we've had. We've had good it was, ones. It was good cake. Mike Gundy. For the office. But that Gundy. was probably the best Blake it was, cake. It was quality. It was good. Blake buys the cakes. Blake buys the cakes. Cake Blake guy. cake. Hmm. Got to get an offensive lineman on the cakes. I would say it's a Blake, but then that's just his name. It's just like a Blake <laughs> cake. You could say it's a Blake. But a yeah. wild Blake was spotted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Decent show today. Decent. Decent show. Really good show. What do we got? We got college football is canceling seasons, and then we have the NBA bubble. But first, the college football season is dwindling away here, and we'll start off a little bit serious, and then right as we go to dismount from this, we mentioned some some funny stuff that happened in the college football world. But I'm tired, Hmm. capital T-I-R-E-D, tired of listening to college football coaches tell me that... They think that the players are safer playing football. Like Didn't the, uh, the Alabama coach Nick say that? Saban. Nick Saban. Well, who are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> Dabo Sweeney trying to say that this year's championship ain't worth anything less than a normal year's championship. And I understand the jokes about how it's normally two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams, or you know, you, you get uh, maybe an ACC team in there too in the playoffs. So it's usually just three conferences that are playing for it anyway. But they're trying to say that if if it's just a Big Twelve. ACC and SEC play, then you can still have a college football playoff, which I believe is up to the committee, which is run by ESPN. So if that's the case, then yes, there probably will be a college football playoff in that instance, because we're going to say that we want those kids to be safe, but damn it, there's money to be made off of them. So we'll do it. And I just don't, I don't get why, why Nick Saban seems to think that they can't get COVID when they're playing football. Like, it's not that the players don't get COVID when they're playing football, although that could easily happen. It's when they go to class and they go to they go and sit next to the campus, right? Like you're gonna tell me that okay, I understand that you could have two clean football players that are offensive linemen that are four inches away from each other that are inhaling each other's you know (laughs) droplets. That's cool if they're if they're still gonna be COVID free. That's fine. But what about the kids that you know the the, that athlete sees around campus or should he go to any event or anything? Because you're asking 18 and 19 year old kids to just shut it down. And I believe that there are the kids out there that would be disciplined enough to be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm in football mode. But there's there's a couple kids 
on well, every team who are more prone to make terrible decisions that would likely affect the rest of the team. You say couple, I say half. There you go. <laughs> no yeah. doubt, they're kids, right? You know, and it's like a lot of these Young kids. Men. Yeah, a lot of these kids ain't even there for the education part. They're there to play football and then move. You know, do whatever they need to to hang on there for three years and then move on to get paid in the league. And we brought this up a little bit last week, but we're watching pro baseball players mess this up, right? Uh-huh. The Cardinals went to a club. We had the Lou Williams thing for the NBA bubble. That was different. Those were for hot wings. You're trying to imagine college kids being held to the same degree as these um, paid athletes who have families. And and that's another thing that's driving me crazy is people are like, we have to have college football. Okay, then I want you to go talk to your boosters because that's the only way this is going to get done is if you think that there should be a college football bubble, go find all your boosters for your program and make sure that they can afford not testing twice a week because that's your biggest flaw right there is acting like somebody can't pick up the disease you know, only because you're only getting tested twice. In the, in the professional bubbles, they're doing it like what three times, to- as much as three times a day. Uh, at least, at least I every don't day. think baseball's every day yet. But not every day. It's, okay, it's I close. Every the, other day. The NBA was was testing every day. NBA's Maybe not three day. times a day, but you get what I'm saying. There's there every was day. frequent testing that's going on there, and you're gonna tell me that just because you test a kid on Tuesday, that all of a sudden he's clear and ready to play for your Friday night game. I'm sorry, you're telling me he can't pick up COVID at some point between then and, and well, kickoff? Yeah, no, the, the, the main problem for me here is like the original premise that you're talking about Nick Saban. He says that, if, correct me if I'm wrong, that they're safe. He said they're safer. Yeah, they're safer to play football. Now, say best case scenario that he's correct. Like the bottom line is they're not really safe in either scenario, as is nobody right you're now. Never, yeah, nobody's safe. You know, so that, that's the main problem. Got a solution. What we got? What we they got? never stop playing football. <laughs> and just keep it going. They just, they just don't stop. They ne- yeah, infinite quarters. Yeah, you actually we're just gonna play one long game. The charter and food. Right. I mean, but it uh, just keeps going. Yeah. If it works so well, let's just all if play football. If they're safer playing football, you, never stop playing at football. This point, let's start at playing. This point, football becomes a NASCAR race where it's just like, and the starters are coming off the field for a pit stop, and they'll be back out there in about 15 minutes. <laughs> got to get some light stretching in. Yeah. It's just like, that's actually that's got some legs. I like that. I'm just down. a I mean, continuous yeah. game of football. Just, just don't stop. Everybody in the nation play football. Because then, if they're, I think uh, they're not on board with the bubble. But then you just created your own bubble. It's a stadium. The idea that (laughs) the idea that get back to a little bit serious though, like the idea that playing that like conference games are okay. You're not going to get it passed around around the the conference. It's just so absolutely befuddling. It's so stupid. Not based on anything. And it's an insult to anybody that considers themselves an intellectual and likes college football. Like I don't, I don't get how. You think just because we're not traveling to states that aren't in our conference, but we're still going to do interstate travel and it's not going to get picked up or anything. That's The other issue here is we found out how completely and utterly useless the NCAA is as an organization. Hmm. You exist to make sure that kids don't get a nice car and you exist to make sure that you can collect money off of the March Madness tournament. That's it. Did you see the, uh, the quote from uh, Scott Frost, a Nebraska coach? He basically said, until we start making money again, we're in trouble. And he's talking about playing football. I'm like, man, just be completely blatant about it. That's good. I'd rather have him be completely blatant <laughs> and try, try and disguise this like America needs football. Like, nope, y'all just need to make money is, is really what it's coming down to. It would be even better if he was honest about it and said, let's keep them safe. Instead, he says, we need to get them back. Uh, it's rough. Do you think an NCAA commissioner would have helped? The commission. Well, if, the there, is, if there was one, right. there is they, have, they have the president, President Mark Emmerich. Like he, he is there. He is the figurehead. The problem is, is that there's so much power that is dedicated or delegated to 
the Power Five conferences. Yeah, because each conference kind of runs its own. Well, it's each conference has right. its own commissioner, which is yes. fine. It'd be like each state having really what happened with the NCAA was kind of a representation of what happened with your government's response, your federal government's response, is Definitely. rather than take the reins and own this thing and, and navigate it somewhere, you delegated it to your conferences or states, and then you had them try and figure out something. And I think this is one of the times where you should have an utter, like an overruling body come in and just, in something that's like, you know, that doesn't mean as much in life like this, because that makes it sound like a monarchy out in the real world. But, you know, just like in no, the, in but the you're sense preaching some liberal the, thoughts right now. No, I'm, ju- I'm just saying that you, <laughs> there, needed, you, there, needed, mm-hmm. you needed somebody, you needed a, a, if the NCAA, if all these schools need to report to the NCAA, then the NCAA needs to be able to flex its muscle. And in, yeah. in this instance, you should have been able to come down and say, hey, if you want the season to happen, you need to demonstrate that your program can afford this. You guys can test this many times. You're trying you are not going to be traveling or you're only going to be playing in conference but we're going to be moving them to this one state like so you can still do your online education because again they're student student athletes first you know so i'm i'm just very curious what's up you raising your hand mike oh no i was just reaching oh, for the microphone oh, oh sorry okay i was like <laughs> and, and they did they did need leadership jeff there's a big difference between a decree and yes. and, and, say, and and solid le- solid sound a reasonable leader because why is it working why is the NBA bubble working right now is because everybody has awesome. to, because well that too but <laughs> it's because everybody's in one solid location they all they all oh burp right there I'll edit that out boy yeah. uh, don't break your momentum man keep going snuck up on me <laughs> yeah but it's like you need you need all these teams to adhere to one common protocol to make sure that everybody's safe and then this is the way that the season can carry on so that way you can still get your money. And the fact that the NCAA won't step in, it's like, why even have the NCAA? Just break them, just break it off. Just mm. break it off. At this point, have the Power Five conferences break off and, and start their own start their own college league. Or yeah. I would call it a semi-professional then because you can't, I mean, at least you could pay them, but you can't hide it under this uh, this idea that it's going to be, you know, their, oh, education's what's important. Because what what they're doing right now is they're leveraging millions and millions of dollars that come in from the football program to essentially give these kids free books and a place to chill out and, and a place to live for nine months. You know, like, I mean, I granted there are so many other things that they get in that package, but that's really what it comes down to. They like, get oh, Wi-Fi on campus. That, that's that's very sweet. big, very big. But I'm saying, you know, they got the access to the workout nutrition program, which people would be like, oh, that's huge. That's, that's very important. It is, but, you know, they'd also be able to afford that if you paid them. You know, like yeah. instead of trying to put it under this this guise of like, oh yeah, we're really caring about the student athlete here. Again, actually, more just the athlete because you're completely forgetting about the student aspect of it. Was it the NCAA who made the ruling on USC with the whole Reggie Bush thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just funny how they. Come I like in, how that was. They yeah, flex their muscles for that. They come in with certain <laughs> pieces of power, and it's just like it doesn't make it. It doesn't make any sense, dude. Like, and so that's why I'm saying, like, college football fans want to get mad at COVID. You want to get mad at your conferences. No, get mad at the NCAA because they could have easily installed some protocol here that would have given you a better chance. And then that way, at least each school could have gone and said, uh, we're, we're opting out. We're not comfortable with that. They, uh, at least a better chance. Yeah. So, the, yeah, they strip titles and awards and all that for... Yeah, then make sure that you don't get a check You know, that's too big or you got yeah. a nice car. For but, one of the most prolific college athletes in the 21st century. Yeah. And then when this comes around... Yeah, they're like, eh, that's it's not. Dumb. This isn't our wheelhouse. It's they're dumb. Good. Yeah, it's good. dumb. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Almost, almost as dumb as the teams that say that are the schools. Excuse me, that say they want to opt out of their conference because was it Nebraska and Ohio that voted against the Big Ten 
oh, withdrawal and they're just like, oh, no, if you guys do that, we're going to go play our own season. It's like, actually, you can't because if you do, then you leave the Big Ten and guess what? You're losing out on all the Big Ten money. Like, have fun yeah. being an independent. They should let Nebraska go, actually. The, <laughs> it's, a, it's been an embarrassment. The only reason Nebraska is in the Big Ten is because they don't want to be in the Big 12 anymore because apparently they have issues with the University of Texas. Yeah, Nebraska is just a mess. That I'd, pro, I'd pro, have to look that up for that some pro, more, but pro, I just remembered that. That's the reason why I heard that two days ago. Nebraska is not in the Big 12 because these of Texas. Colleges are just as mature as the students are there. Exactly. Right there. <laughs> no, the right. students might be more mature. Fine example. Honestly. <laughs> Maturity. Speaking of which, this was crazy. So I just, I'm going to read this off. Uh, this is from the University of Massachusetts football coach, Walt Bell. He had a very emotional reaction to canceling the team's football season. Hmm. He told this to The Athletic, quote, You know, my dad passed away in 2008. My biological mom OD'd in 2012. And this, to be honest with you, this is probably a tougher day than both of those. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Interesting. It's completely irrational. Just proving that all football guys know is football. But I will say the wording on here is interesting. My biological mom. So that leads me to believe that she didn't have much of a relationship to, with her to begin with. Or maybe, you know, your parents remarried. It's not, anyway, none of my business to be digging in that deep into that comment. But, but he looked, said no. that for a reason. Yeah, he no did doubt. say that for a reason. And so... You know, maybe stepmom's still around and she doesn't love him, so he resorts to football. I don't know, but I think this is just ridiculous because what makes this even funnier, Walt Bell's been the head coach at uh, University of Massachusetts for one year. Oh. And they went 1 11. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a very, very tough day when you have to cancel a winning program and a winning tradition and you just have to halt all that uh, with, yeah, you know. UMass is a basketball school that doesn't even play basketball anymore. It's Jesus, why are man. these? Why are the college coaches crazier than the football ones? I don't know. Like, like every time football gets a Rex Ryan, all of college coaches are Rex Ryans. <laughs> I'm, I want to go and I'm looking, I wanna, I'm interested in... This is... Just completely wacky having the Pac-12 and Big Ten out of the situation. I mean, and this is going to be a season. What a mess. I mean, I don't even know. It's just going to be crazy, man. I mean, just hoping for the best for all these young people and they can stay healthy because uh, the entertainment thing seems, seems to be pretty, pretty messed up at this point. Good grief. Just Googling. When was the last time UMass had a winning football season? That would be zero, possibly, Alex. Um, in 1918. I, that's probably... They were good right. at basketball in like the 90s, and that's like the last I've heard of this school. We I mean, came back that was from when the Cal, war. That's when Cal was there, right? Wasn't that riddled yeah. in controversy, too, with Coach Calpari? Yeah, him, Marcus Camby. Yep. yep. Yeah, no, so. Marcus, you're going to want to go. You're going to want to leave. Marcus mm -hmm. Camby, who was supposed to be a, a rival to Tim Duncan. How'd that work? Not too well. Oof. I mean, except if you're Tim Duncan. Last I got weekend, it. So that was cool. Last winning season for the University of Massachusetts football team was 2010. Oh. When they went 6-5, and five, and they were 4-4 four and four in the Colonial Athletic Association. The cool. riveting CAA. Right. Really, really impressive. They got one in the decade. Sure. Really, really. I'm, I'm Last impressed. decade. I'm impressed. Right, because when yeah. the when the start of this decade been twenty eleven. So to now they have this whole decade to keep that tradition of one a decade. <laughs> they didn't get one last decade though. Yeah, they got twenty ten. The ten, yeah. The, you're gonna count that. You're gonna go twenty ten to twenty nineteen, or are we going twenty eleven to twenty twenty? Twenty ten to twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's ten 20, to nineteen. Twenty ten to nineteen. Okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like eighty to eighty nine, ninety. Because hey, this is uh in the eight ten. This so is it's a pro the New York Giants thing, right? They win one Super Bowl every decade. <laughs> That's. 
Uh, they get and, one winning season every day. That's five impressive. and six That's in 2011, on one and 11 in 2012, really cool. one and 11 in 2013, 2014 was three and nine, 2015 was three and nine, two and 10 in 2016, 2017, four and eight, four and eight, 2018. And then again, just this last year under Walt Bell as an independent, they were one and 11. I mean, but this, I love numbers. That was this a lot day numbers. was probably <laughs> tougher than both the day that his dad and his biological mom passed away. I mean, combined. they're probably still taking the bus to games. What's, I mean, he's, it's how's that feel? Absolute, coach? This is an absolute <laughs> preposterous overreaction. Huh. It is amazing. Something that, that blows my mind, guys, is like, and it's kind of obvious, it's the underlying thing about college football, is that it's clearly amateur athletics, right? This used to be, it literally used to be like high school football. That's literally what college football used to be like. What's used the percentage of pros that, that go from college to pro? From UMass? Well, Zero. <laughs> Probably negative 1%. I mean, in general. Oh, okay. I could, I'm not certain. It's, it's, it's small. I mean, wow. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's clearly Three? a fraction. 3% or less than that? It's a good question. I think I would guess higher, but I'm, I, the, the point is really What do you think? You watch the most college football. What about it? How many college athletes go to pros? On a team? No, just like in general. Ooh, well, you got Over to think under, about, uh, well, two hundred guys get drafted every year. Oh, uh, so guys, I, I would say at like I don't football's football's weird. Yeah, might be around three because you have three. You, your average career is what three, four years. Like you have four. the guys that last pretty long, but you're generally cycling in new guys. Yeah, the average career length is like two and a half. Two and a half. So okay. I'm gonna say out of out of the two hundred and what is it, fifty guys that get drafted every year, you'll probably see. 200 of them make an NFL squad in the sense that they'll that they'll make a practice squad or injury reserve or something, you know? I mean, there, there actually used to be, like, in the Big Ten. That didn't answer your question at all. No, <laughs> like, but we're figuring it out as we go. Like, each team in the Big Ten can only be on TV a certain amount of times. Like, Ohio State couldn't, could not be on TV more than, like, Minnesota. It was really just regimented amateur athletics. Yeah. And now it just and this is the obvious problem. Of well, course. now you have these it's networks, right? You have the Pac-12 and the Big Ten network, the SEC network, where it's just like, yes, we can put all these teams on and make sure that every team gets their televised game. But oh, hey, University of Indiana and Maryland, when you guys play in the Big Ten game, you're getting put at twelve noon sharp Do on yeah. Fox. Do not yeah. trash the Maryland Terrapins. I though. will. The Terrapins. Didn't they? Didn't they have a coach who literally worked a kid to death? Uh, I don't know about football. I've I actually uh, had had some contacts with the basketball team. Uh, well, we're talking about Word? football. Yeah. Congrats yeah, yeah. to the basketball. Uh, um, who's the Scott Van Pelt? No, no. Who's <laughs> the Who's the point guard that you actually heard of? Steve Francis. That never got like a job. Point guard from Maryland. Yeah. Oh, uh, Steve Blake. Mellow Trimble. Huh. Mellow, Mellow Trimble. Trimble. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought he was going to be something he wasn't, but he in had the a, NBA. Catch uh, name. Jake Lehman was the only guy who made it out of that team. All right, just to Phenomenal wrap. Maryland. Put, the, put the bow on this. So last year, the Minutemen saw a season that where an FCS school, Southern Illinois, put up 45 points on them. They won just one game, an eight-point victory over Akron. Uh, that didn't win a game all season. Mm. They scored 19.8 points a game, and uh, they led an average of 52.7. Get put up against them. He lives or die. He lives or dies for it, though. Jeff lives or dies. I mean, and he's living right now, so probably want to keep it that way. But you read those stats, and you think maybe dying doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> oh snap! Basketball. Woody's pointing at me, so I gotta We're figure out what to say. <laughs> well done. Uh, well done. Well done. So the um, the bubble games are over for the regular season. We're going to have the play-in soon. It was so much fun. It was fun. Oh, it was great. Name a team that got screwed worse than the Phoenix Suns. 
Wow. I got one, but it's not for basketball. Eight, no. Seriously. You you guys remember that Chargers season where they had the number one ranked offense and defense and missed the playoffs? Oh, seven, perhaps? Something like that. It was one of those Phillip Rivers years. Sounds about Chargers. Yeah, I think they lost the the Patriots in the playoffs. Um, uh, Portland snuck up, and now they have the eighth seed. They're going up against Memphis. It's been like the Dame Lillard, Devin Booker. Is anyone betting on Memphis without Jaron Jackson? No, no. I think you might be the only one, if I'm not mistaken. Damian Lillard. I mean, I, I like I like Dame Dollar though. He's so good. He's so good. He's been putting on a show for real though. Just ever Man. since, and you know where it really did it was the uh, the poor Clippers. They really they really unlocked the cage there. They, the, they the went there. Free throws. I mean, they he was rattled the cage. He was killing it beforehand, but yeah. Oh he, no, he exploded, dude. Yeah. What do you have? Sixty-one. Uh, he, he had, had a fifty-pointer. 51, fifty-one, sixty-one, and then what he scored in this last one to, to lock it up for him. It was like more than 40. I mean, it's 40 something. Double I think. digits, I'll tell and you he, that. I think he had a. <laughs> he scored more than 10. Damn, close as well. One, one thing that's interesting about his explosion is because he's been great for a while, but he's been like singularly great with the bubble because Kawhi's sleepwalking, LeBron's been struggling, Giannis is getting suspended. The bubble's literally been Dame Dollar's show. So I know you want to do awards for the bubble, so I was wondering, can we just kind of plow through some of these matchups real quick because yeah. we have some juicy playoff matchups Sweet. here. You want to start in gonna, the, uh, the east? east? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to start off with the two least juiciest. These are like the most well-done stakes that you could have at you know in, in this uh, matchup. Past the A1. Yeah, there you go. No, we're, gonna, we as a collective are going to figure out who wins. You're going to need Sounds more good. than just A1 sauce for this. <laughs> you're going to need some garlic butter and whatever, some oil, olive oil to loosen it up too. You got Milwaukee versus Orlando. Does anybody give Orlando a shot? Hey, you know, Maybe they got home win. court advantage. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> they do. I, I say Orlando gets maybe one game, but I think it's unanimous. We'll just put the Bucks through yeah, the, the next Bucks. round. Okay. I'm curious to see how much they dominate or if they don't. Anyway. Now, uh, with your the next matchup, which I think is the most interesting in the entire NBA, honestly, to, for the first round at least, Miami versus Indiana. Oh, yeah. You got Jimmy Butler versus TJ Warren, who just who just caught fire out of nowhere. TJ Warren came in the bubble except for the last game. But that last game was against Jimmy Butler. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I really like Indiana. I think they're great. Bang, bang. Miami's gonna, <laughs> Miami's gonna roll. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the most interesting series thing. I'm not sure about that, Jeff. Which... Indy gets, Indy gets, Indy gets two games. Indy gets two games. I love. I'll, I'll write that down. Two you games go ahead. for you. I'm going to say. I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana four, gets I'll two. Say five. You get it. It goes four. Get, I'm going to say it goes six, but it's it's definitely a Miami series to lose. Just between Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, your shooters, Jimmy Butler, who's like a a, a good player, but I'm not willing to say that he's like super great. You know what I'm saying? Like he fits. He I just, mean, he's he, going to be All NBA. He's this year. the perfect fit. Well, yeah, but he's a perfect fit for the Heat. But I'm saying if you had your if you had your choice of who you're going to start your your franchise with, Jimmy Butler's probably like the fifth or sixth name that pops up. Is is what I'm getting I'll at? Take that. Yeah, no, it's fine. But it's like uh, you know, I take a Steph or Clay first, a little bias, but whatever. Keep going. Just have, All right. to, have to say that. Next yeah. matchup, always I'm obligated. And then your next <laughs> matchup will be the three versus six. This is Boston and Philadelphia in a matchup that feels like has been oh. like like where we came. So we grew so accustomed to the Warriors and the Cavs meeting in the finals for for that stretch. 
I've now just become accustomed to Boston and Philadelphia meeting up at some point in the playoffs. Yeah. Except this one's even going to be lamer. It, re- it really is. Because I mean, of no Ben Simmons. The question, well, or ben, Embiid. Yeah, yeah, what's his status? I, I don't I know. I don't know what's him. up with him. He's but at it, least going to miss the beginning. It doesn't That's matter things. because he wouldn't be able. To, he wouldn't have the uh, the uh, endurance to make it through the entire series. That boy taps out freedom. three and a half. Brad Stevens owns uh, Joel Embiid. Oh, well, like right? Greg Popovich owned getting a playoff spot. I mean, Brad Stevens, man, Mike DeWalt's lookalike. He's a pretty good coach. <laughs> MVP right there. <laughs> and then the last one? Or MVP coach. Yeah, no, MVC. Well, one note <laughs> on the Sixers, I am like, I really Hoo-ha. hope Embiid plays. I am fascinated by their, their philosophy to like get down on the low block. Completely unheard of in 2020. I'm kind of curious about what. Do you what know we shot from three in the, the bubble? Oh, and Embiid? Joel Embiid. Was it above 50%? Don't tell me the exact number. Just tell me if I'm hot or cold. Above 50%. From three, you are in it. Uh, you said fifty percent. Fifty. You are in Antarctica. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I know he was he was struggling. That's why he was started going back down inside. I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say he shot thirteen percent from beyond the three. Pretty damn close. Shot nine. Ooh. Nine. Ooh. Nine percent. What? That's that awful. Abysmal. Get All right. Close to the bucket. Let's and go. then the last matchup of which I have absolutely zero interest in watching in general: Toronto versus Brooklyn. Because if Toronto doesn't win oh. this series in three games, you can consider it a failure. All right, this oh. what did Brooklyn actually? Brooklyn have left. Did you know Brooklyn went five and three in the bubble? I don't. It, that's good for Brooklyn. Played but hard. They don't stand a chance against Toronto. No. And look, this is Lover. me actually giving Toronto the roses because you like to say how I just completely and utterly discredit them at every turn, which probably is what I do. But. I'm saying that there's no reason that they shouldn't wrap this thing up. They should beat these boys so bad in Game 3 that Brooklyn's even thinking about, do we even want to go back out there for Brooklyn Game 4? I think Brooklyn takes a game. They play so hard. You Brooklyn's can write that take down as your, as your little... Okay, as your guys' yeah. thing. I'm saying Toronto sweeps this. Toronto, I don't think so. Orlando might get one game, but I'm saying Toronto and Milwaukee, I'd expect to be the two that just sweep it real quick. So, so far in the East, we all... Unanimously it's agree. It's Milwaukee, Toronto, Miami, Boston. Top one, two, four, three, yes. four. Dual, yeah, do you yeah. have any... Uh, do you disagree? Mike, Mike. I, I do not disagree. Thank you, Mike. I think Mike filed a report and wrote an article in that time. <laughs> during, during, <laughs> during, that, yeah. during that segment. It's scheduled cool. an interview. He's yeah. looking, he, but he's getting ready for the hockey talk. All right, so then we move over to the Western Conference. This is, this is it. This is, no, where, this is where it gets yeah. nice and fun, my friends, because uh-huh. we have the play-in. Just, just to begin with, yeah, let me write that the down. Memphis versus Portland. I think we're all pretty unanimous that Portland's going to win that game. But still, this series, let's say Memphis does get one game. I'll say this. I'll say Memphis gets one game. You think it goes three? You think it goes all three? I think it goes two. I think Memphis wins one, then Portland wins the oh, other. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, there that, is no. There is be no it's a best of two. Yeah, my bad. I don't know why I thought I just, that. It goes two. I want to give Memphis... Credit for a one game because they they earned that spot. Ja Morant just goes dummy and just goes off for like forty five. Him and Valanciunas got triple doubles in the game eight. They're gonna need that in two back to back games just to get through Portland. But and even then, they wouldn't stand a chance against LA. This is Damian th- Lillard's bubble, and we're all just living in Portland it. Portland stands the best chance to beat LA out of out of those two teams too. Because who do the Lakers have to guard on the perimeter? You're look you're leaving it up to uh, Alex Caruso. And who's the other one they got up up top? Dion Waiters, yeah. J.R. Smith. Those are your those are your perimeter defenders. That's who's going to stop Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Carmelo Anthony when he comes outside. Danny Green, Danny. Okay, well, Dan, uh, you go check <laughs> Lakers Twitter and see what they have to say about Danny Green with the way he's been playing in the bubble because they are not happy with that man's performance. I know. Yeah. The, and even Anthony yeah. Davis has been shriveling up and in, in shriveling. I don't know why I said it like that, but he's been shriveling <laughs> up in, in certain points. Like it's so. Let's let's jump to. 
Uh, we all agree Portland's advancing. Let's jump to LAV Portland. I, I want to say that I, I, I'm not ready to jump to that. I want to say that I am Team Nurkic. I uh, Nurkic his return. I think it's a big deal for the for the Blazers on the under. That's been helping. In a that lot. case, I think it's ultimately LeBron going to LeBron, and the Lakers will get through because I don't know who Portland can throw at LeBron to even try and slow him down. They don't. And Nurkic, that's cool that they could throw him on Anthony Davis, but I still think Davis is kind of able to take advantage of him. I'm all Nurkic. I think he lost his definitely some defensive. It would be interesting to see if, how much they use Hassan Whiteside. <sighs> yeah, that's true. He just came back. He missed a few games. Because I, I think like Nurkic is going to get like if you're a Miami bunch Heat of fan, fouls against Anthony yeah. Davis. If you're a Miami probably. Heat fan, you have nightmares about Hassan Whiteside. You do. Yes, that's <laughs> Both what of us. Yes, yes. We know he's a scrub. We know that man is a bona fide scrub. I know that he is not a good defender, but he will get 10 blocks. Yeah, yeah, he will chase the block. Those guys not chase the switch. Yeah, those guys are still getting paid in 2020. That's incredible. It's wild. And, you know, so I'll say this I think LeBron's going to LeBron. So Lakers in six, but that entire time I will be cheering for the Portland Trailblazers to upset the apple uh, cart. I, six or seven, man. This just depends when Dame gets cold. Unfortunately, Dame got cold last year's postseason, yeah. even against the Nuggets in the second round. CJ McCollum's had a couple back issues and there. And then, of course, against the Warriors. He was he was shooting sub 40, I, I think. think. The Lakers He's having would, a tough time. I think the Lakers would, would whack some guys. The X Factor's going to be... I could be uh, five games. That's the wow. hottest take, so I'm going to write that one yeah. down. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think the X factor of the series is going to be Carmelo Anthony. It just they're going to go as far as if Melo plays well, that just complements everything that Dame can. I can think do. they got another X factor. Can okay. I throw one at your way? Oh. Here we go. Gary Trent. Oh, Jr. he's been there. He's okay. been X factored up. He's been ton, hitting twenty tons of points per game in his first five in the bubble. Fair yeah. enough. No, All right. That definitely. Yeah. Solid. Next matchup, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Houston Rockets in a in a game. That, I mean, in a <laughs> yes. series what? that I don't know. I love you, LeBron, but I don't care about your first round it's, like this. This is this is gonna Frank be. I'm just put up. me down for seven games. I don't know who wins this. I don't know who wins this matchup, oh, but it's you don't seven need games. To. I'm gonna tell you who wins. This. Seven games. <laughs> I want to hear this. It's, going it's gonna seven. be Chris Paul. Yeah. He's gonna be on Zoom with Adam Silver, figuring out the bubble and getting people in, and then oh. he's gonna shut his phone off, suit up, drop 25. He's going to win game seven. He's going to use the snitch line, you mean? Or he's going to use. <laughs> no, he and Silver are putting the bubble together. Right, right, because he's a player rep, right? Yeah. He's the one that's uh, helping you get your side pieces in, you know? Yeah, right. So well, he's going to be like on that. the phone doing this stuff. You're going to see him sitting down resting. He's like, hey, Adam Silver, hold on. Let's talk about this real quick. What about next year when we're trying to get the other eight teams in? Oh, hold on. I got to go play. Well, yeah. he's going to have to get on the phone, man, because Harden is looking good. Amazing. I mean, even for him. Oh, I, I want to see Chris Paul be hard so bad. The Rockets will be the one team that benefits the most from the the break that we had during the pandemic because what was the one thing that we were able to, always able to pick on the Rockets for is they would run out of gas. Does Chris yeah. Paul win MVP if he beats them in the first round? Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, he no. deserve it, but I don't think he would win <laughs> no, it. Just get him back in the in the uh, get him some more State Farm commercials. Next series, so seven we games. Have... I'm going to write down OKC, but we know it's going to be a good one. Okay, next. Well, I mean, series... we have to point out the small ball versus versus uh, big matchup in this. I mean, it's going to be the high, Rockets are going super small. Well, no, the the Thunder I think are the most team that's well equipped. They, for them they play three, three guards, guards and then they have two bigs down low. Well, so, even, even those two bigs, like uh, Stephen Adams, I mean, he's like a, like I'm thinking about like the Rockets small lineup like, if they can hold off Stephen Adams. I mean, he was a force against the Warriors back in the if day. If I'm if I'm the if I'm the Thunder, I'm telling Stephen Adams, do not worry about running out to the perimeter. Just stay around the key and yeah. do not jump. Let them run into you, and we'll try and pick up some offensive also, fouls. Also, a big bummer is Westbrook is out. Is he really? Ooh, that's, yeah, so, that's big. What? Yeah, uh, it might not be. What? It might be uh. Houston, but he's out, and he might be out the entire first round. That's terrible news. Ooh, 
Game changer. Thank you it for dropping is. that after we came up with our predictions. All right. <laughs> this next matchup in what, if I just said these two states, the one word that comes to mind, caucasity. <laughs> Denver versus Utah. I knew Utah was going to uh, be one yes, of them. Yes, yes. Oh, Woo! man. And, you know, to be completely honest, I don't know who's going to win this game. This, If it weren't for the fact that there's a bubble, they should just make these two teams play on top of a hill just because they're both used to the, the altitude. So I, I don't understand. <laughs> maybe maybe pick, so like, the highest high. point at the Disney parks and just make them play there outside. Will the Nuggets be able to come together? They got Murray coming back off injury. They got Yeah, because uh, the Jazz aren't that good. They got The Jazz are unfortunately even... Even though they're one of the, they're the six seed. Yeah, I think they're the weakest playoff team. That and the Nuggets. Yeah. The Nuggets lead this series three nothing oh. throughout the year. Phenomenal. So I think Denver rolls. Although they did Ooh. just barely beat them by two points back on the eighth. So what was that? I'm going uh, almost a week ago. I like seven games on this one. I like Denver in five. Denver in five. Denver in six. Okay. Okay. So Denver somewhere. What about you? Where are you at, Mike? I, I kind of like I kind of like the Jazz on this one, man. Oh! I mean, I just I, I really want to like the Nuggets, but I don't feel like they really have like an identity and, and are able to. I don't think they play as much of a team game as the Jazz as as does the Jazz. Denver, okay. Utah. Who's your battle in this? I, I'm going with Luke here. We're going Jazz in seven. Wow. Jazz in seven, All baby. Right. Wow. Okay. And this this is our last series here. This the most is, unfortunate one. It's unfortunate because, <laughs> dude, I'm so hyped off of one of these teams, and the other one we know is like a good team, but it's going to be the Clippers versus the Mavs. I really oh. wish the Mavs would have either won up, and that way they could have played the, you know, they could have played Denver, or they would have just dropped. So that way they could have faced off against LA because it would, or the other LA team because the Clippers team, man, it just seems unfair. It's like it's not. Also, three. this team is really poorly matched. Yeah. Specifically against the Clippers. And it's not like Dallas is a bad team, but no. yeah, the Clippers lead the series 3-0. Last time they played was on August 6th when the Clippers won 126 to 111. You have um everybody's back for the Clippers. You'll have Trez, you'll have Patrick Beverly, you have Lou Williams, you'll have Kawhi. But Dallas has Paul George. Seth. They have who? <laughs> Seth. Okay. The last yeah. we're gonna see, standing. We're going to see playoff Seth. We're going to see how good Luca is. I think is what's really going to happen. Man. What, playoff Seth? Yeah. What he said? He was talking about he's always the first one on the couch. And he said he was talking about how now Steph is. Oh. And now Steph, he's like, <laughs> I know he has a problem with it this year. Oh. So well, He's got to represent, man. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. But. Do it for Dell. It sucks because, like I said, I'm a fan of this Dallas team. I like the the Chris Stapps and oh, and um, down Luca. It's just alley oops. Yeah, you know, oh Luca com, um, combination. Uh, what I was gonna say was Porzingis. What does he use to style his hair? That dude is running <laughs> up and down the court all game, and yet it is still. You look. You checking your notes for the hair product? Mm-hmm. It, it, and <laughs> Something I sell him at Target. It stays. Great. It stays down. That dude's got like great hair care. I'm jealous of it too. It's L'Oreal. Probably. Or whatever the, like the, the, Lot, the Latvian version of L'Oreal is. Yeah, it's Latvian L'Oreal. Yeah. 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 Quad by Latvia. Thank you. All right. So that's uh, for the first round. We'll, we'll just take it. We don't need to get too far ahead of ourselves right now. Uh, but, yeah, I think for sure the Clippers end up beating Dallas. It's going to be unfortunate. All right, Frank, your NBA awards. Here we go. What we got? Well, let's see. Um, we'll see if we all come to a conclusion. Rookie of the year for the bubble. For the bubble, I'm what gonna I'm gonna do? throw out a name: John Morant, Michael Porter Jr. No, <laughs> well, he's not a rookie, is he? <laughs> I think he counts as a rookie. He technically is a rookie. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Michael Porter Jr. I think Jaw's great. 
I'm going Michael Porter Jr. I, I, I like the call because I mean, he's a bubble. He's a bubble guy. He's a bubble guy. He he came out. He was like pretty much an afterthought. Came out. Had a couple. Biggest disappointment on biggest there? disappointment team and player Zion. And then for the team, it's the Pelicans. So <laughs> I'm right there with you because I picked Zion's teammate. Who? Lonzo Ball. Oh. Well, oh, that's... You know who played really well was uh, Brandon Ingram, actually. But this entire so bubble was well. created for you, Pelicans, and what'd you Seriously. do with it? Nothing! That's no. real. Nothing! That's real. So, yeah. Two two worst. Obviously, like, the Sixers were disappointing as well, but... Big time. No, Pelicans Not were nearly the worst. as sad because they didn't have the bubble made for them. Coach of the year. <laughs> oh, this... You know what? Oh. We're coming back around to my original point. If the Trailblazers make it, give it to Terry. No, who's Stutz. your... Is he your bubble coach of the year? Yes. Bubble coach of the year? Bubble co- well, uh, uh, oh, no, no, no. Bubble coach? I take it back. Bubble coach would be, who's in charge of the Suns? Monty Williams? Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Williams. Yeah, you go 8 0 after I just said I was impressed by the Suns. Uh, right there, 1B, Terry Stotts. He's there. Mainly because uh, he's just starting Dame Lillard, and that's all you got to do as a coach. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to throw one more. Damn, another Jacques Vaughn. Oh. The coach you know of the Nets. Uh, I got to give Jacques some credit, man. I think I was ripping on Jacques. <laughs> they went 5 and 3 At with some that point. Maybe it was you, Frank. Or, I, I think know, I watched half a quarter of one Nets game the entire time they been mind, in this bubble. <laughs> the Wizards with similar talent went 1 and 7. Yeah, no, it, it, it's good to give him credit. I'm glad you did because I was, I was bad mouthing him. Sorry, Jacques. Good job. I'm not. This is something for broadcast. And best, apologizing for Jacques shit. Best non very nice. <laughs> best non-game aspect of the bubble. Oh. Net, ooh, camera, camera work, camera work, camera work. They oh. they brought back the um, they brought back the NBA All Star baseline camera. It almost took Luca out when they first opened it up and he was doing ah. shoot around. But it's very cool to watch that go around and yeah. What would you have, Frank? Uh, I had that. Uh, I like the virtual fans because it great. just trumped whatever baseball was thrown out there. Dude, big time, man. Uh, I thought great. those were funny. <laughs> also better than the Korean idea of throwing some blow-up dolls the out there. The one thing... <laughs> hey, yeah. did that, did that, that's okay. <laughs> um, too good for the bubble. Oh. Oh. You mean, who did, who's too good? too good for the bubble? Damian Lillard. No, Damian Lillard tried in the bubble. Who just too good for the bubble? Oh, you mean too good to even try and yeah. couldn't even be bothered? The, the New Orleans Pelicans? Okay, Jeez. that's it. Jeez. I think they tried and lost. For me, it's the Clippers, and particularly it's Lou Williams. Yeah. It's too good for the bubble. Oh, Breaking goodness. the rules. Big time. I like that. Lemon pepper Lou. I changed um, my answer. Best nobody who took the bubble over. TJ Warren. Levert. I couldn't say TJ Warren for me, but that is a good pick because I actually TJ Warren was I knew him though. Mind. Oh, I okay. used him in an NBA draft in an earlier uh, okay. bit for All this. Right. He didn't know about it. I, I, I would say that your average NBA fan had no idea who TJ Warren was. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I personally couldn't use him. But this him. is the quad. I also oh, threw yeah. a trade to you guys out for the Warriors. Yeah, so I now I bet Warren. you guys are rethinking it. No, no give me no, Wiggins. Still, Wiggins. Yeah, still not. No, TJ Warren had a nice little stretch, but we'll see what happens um, against the Heat. Mine, mine was Gary Trent Jr. I had no idea who that guy was. Yeah, I only Fair heard enough. his father. And, yeah, I, I also, was, it could have really been anybody off the bench because with the messaging on the back of the jerseys that I'm not hating on, it just made it a little bit tougher to fi- find out <laughs> you who know, was You know, they started putting the names at the bottom. Yep. I think, yeah. They, I think it's, yeah, it helped. Um, all right, let's do MVP. Who's the bubble MVP? Bum, 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 bum. I mean, for me, it's an easy pick. I mean, there's there's two guys, and I'm Devin picking Booker. the one is Devin Booker. Yeah. I mean, that no, shot, it's Lillard. That shot, that yeah. shot he hit over the uh, the, the Clippers yeah, for, for a game from winner. 41 feet. That, it's Lillard. It's Lillard. Okay. He just crushed it. He but, defines the bubble. But they lost, disagree, but they yes. lost in, game. In five years from now, we are going to look back at the bubble and we're going to remember Damian Lillard. We'll remember the Suns. 
We'll remember the Suns. We will um, remember the Suns. The team that went so, 8-0 and didn't make the playoffs, you will remember those lovable losers. How, how high do the bubble Suns rank in the all-time greatest teams? Of, well, I'll tell you, you right have now. Warriors, 96 Bulls, all 86 time, no, Celtics. No, when you look back on Where it, do they rank? All-time bubble so team. So is it because the Suns don't have the cred going into the bubble? You can't give Pretty them the cred much. once for once they've done, for what they've done no, within no, the, the bubble? No, no, the bubble's isolated. Like this is whole isolated. It seems like you're taking what the Suns did before the bubble into your decision making on what happened. What in, what happened. No, no, I, I, I think Damian Lillard was better than Devin Booker. I know he went eight no, but I think Damian Lillard was insane. Devin um, Booker has been a baller for years. Interesting. Lillard, he will be All NBA first team for the second time. Curry's only done that three. Lillard will be two-time first-team All-NBA in the West. You know what? I just want to appreciate the talent. I don't really want to compare it right now. But this is this is really impressive for Lillard. Uh, and so I wrote down an, an All-NBA team for the bubble, and I put Lillard, Booker, Warren, Porzingis, Nurkic. Those are all great players. I just want to throw out the fact that my guy, Steph Curry, gets brought up in the bubble when he never even set foot in the bubble. And well, I do that because you guys are Warriors fans. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you're not the only one to do that. Can That's you dig getting it, dig a lot sucker. of run all over the NBA, Hell and my yeah. gosh, Steph is amazing. You let a six foot three light skin really upset the apple cart there <laughs> with a bunch of with a bunch of the NBA. That says a quoting word I'm reading off here's Twitter. A, here's a Damian Lillard v. Steph Curry stat. Check oh, this out. Okay. Oh, there's more. He's got more. Here we go. Uh, Lillard finished the season by making 54 threes from 30 to 40 feet. Did Damian Lillard have a broken hand? No, I want to hear this. Here we go. Uh, he, he made 54 threes from 30 to 40 feet, and he shot them on a 43% clip. Uh, blah, blah, blah. For perspective, Curry has made 61 of those in his, in his career. Curry takes a lot more. Okay, he didn't go percentage, but he did go. He takes a lot more. In general, I think a lot of them are like really wacky shots. You know, you got to give Damian Lillard credit, uh, but Steph Curry is like the I, don't, I forget what the point of this conversation is. Like just to say that he's like I mean, you Steph, I think it's just all legitimizing because, Lillard. I mean, we know he's good. Like, and the, the thing about, I never thought yeah. Lillard. I, I used to coin him a couple years ago as the poor man's Curry. Yeah, and now he's trying to rival Curry as the yeah, greatest shooter. It's in the Pepsi league. and Coke, man. Well, it's the thing, right there. It's, and, they're right neck and neck with each other. I think I said this on the quad pod before, perhaps. But Lillard, it's been incredible to watch him uh, take what Steph did, which was show range, which you just pointed out, mm-hmm. from wherever, and then use that to his advantage, like to go to the hoop, to control the floor. It's it's been impressive, uh, and. You got to give him credit, but uh, Steph's on the West Coast, and uh, and furthermore, I think Booker had a better bubble run. Uh, you know, he didn't make any mistakes that cost his team any games, like Lillard did. Uh, yeah, free throws were rough. I don't disagree with anything Luke said, but I would like to point this out that our basketball analysis for everything that we just did for probably what the past twenty minutes means absolutely dick because right now the Indiana Pacers are leading the Miami Heat thirty four to eighteen, although they just oh. started the second quarter. But that's not the playoffs. So <laughs> is it, or is this the last is this the last day of the bubble? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh uh, check who's the starting five for Miami. Um I got it yeah, I gotta double <laughs> check this. I was looking at it over from a gambling site. Did they reacquire Whiteside? You got uh, Crowder starting, oh. probably. Who were the starters here? Yeah, I'll find it for you. Full box score. Starters were Haslam, Olenek, Nunn, Robinson, and Hero. So there you go. Yeah, Butler is Haslam? Yeah. He's starting? Udonis, he's got eight minutes. Oh UD. God, God, I didn't know he was still and like then the Pacer, upright. The Pacers started Brogdon, Sumner, Sampson, Holiday, and Johnson. And Spolster's really just telling Kendrick Nunn, go nuts out there. He's one for nine shooting. Your boy, Nunn. Uh, 
You're out there over three from the three-point line. Oh, well, look at that. So, SLB. Bam, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Crowder, Iguodala, all are not playing. Probably not. Why are we not live betting this? Because I... <laughs> Because I would love to take Indiana, but they're minus 2,500 right now. So why would I do oh, that? You know? All right. Speaking of gambling, Duald. Yes, sir. This is how we're going to talk some puck. Woo! He said P-U-C-K puck. Hockey talk. Um, so the playoffs have started in the NHL. And I'm a very curious man because for a while here during the bubble, I was only betting over and unders on hockey games. And I was I was doing that at about like a 43% success rate. So we got to get off of that. Ooh. So as of right now, the Canadiens, because that's how you have to pronounce it, are playing the Flyers. They're going into the second intermission. The Canadiens are up 4 nothing. But I'm looking at some games, like specifically, who are teams that I should be definitely wagering money on in the, in the postseason? Oh. I would say watch your top seeds. I mean, in the West, you've got Colorado, you've got Vegas, clearly the two best teams. The uh, Arizona had a nice little uh, Cinderella. It looked like they might have a little Cinderella run, but right. they're going to run out it's of gonna gas. Be, it's it's going to be a game-to-game thing. The playoffs, you got to look for, for which team is going to be able to make that adjustment. You guys seen how wildly playoff series can swing. It's going to be definitely you have to keep track of day-to-day. You know, the Bucks aren't going to be looking as good as they do one day to the next, just for example. You know, we're talking hockey. Oh, we're talking hockey? Yes. Oh, all right. Once <laughs> I heard you say mistake. the Bucks, I was like, bro. And Jet, Jazz and seven. No, I know. Credit, credit Luke for coming in hella strong because I was just oh. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to let you I ride out this. I heard the Bucks drop. I was like, wait, hold on. At first, I was like, this is some legitimate serious hockey talk. Like, he, he did his homework. And then all of a sudden, we talked about the Bucks. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, pause. I got NBA on the brain. And you know what? It was it was more work than I did because I just found more basketball stats where you're going on hockey talk. <laughs> Okay. That sucks. All right, so I'm talking about like the the Knights versus the Blackhawks because yesterday I was doing a cardio and I'm watching this game and I'm seeing that the Knights are up three one and all of a sudden next thing I know I look up at the TV it's three three and it's like what I mean, playoff hockey just impossible to gamble no yeah that that's been a wild series I, I still think the Knights take that one the Chicago put up their fight it, some of those the, the series turn on games like that where you just get just deflated after you, you blow who, a big lead. Who were the guys that went five overtime? That was Columbus and Tampa. Five, oh, almost six overtimes. I was rooting for six overtimes. All right, yeah. The Columbus I'm, Blue Jackets. Dude, I'm looking, at, hockey. I'm looking at these lines. These are terrible. First off, every line in one of these games is one and a half on the spread. With that oh, five yeah. overtime game. It took me 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I read that they were like, hey, that was super fun. Let's never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part of it is they've been really uh, self-aware. They're graphics guys, and in the arena, putting up these like sarcastic messages on the screen. It's been very funny to follow. But I, I like it. I like it. I'm trying to see if I could just bet this series instead of just betting game by game. It won't let me do that. So, like in a series like the New York Islanders versus the Washington Capitals, should probably stick with the Caps. Oh, all Caps. Okay, because. Oh. Who are Islanders don't even win a game in that season? Uh, I'm series. writing these down. I'm going to yeah. hold you to them. I was going to say you're all going to be poor. Write it down. Write it down it. because I'm going to be I'm going to be placing these wagers when we're done. So we're just going to go series by series. So Canadians, Flyers should probably bet the Canadians. Yes. Yeah, Flyers are leading that series, but they're overachieving. Okay, Canucks, Blues. Oh, go Canucks. They're going to be a Cinderella story. Really? Yeah. The Blues are defending Cup champions. Nah, so nope. No more <laughs> Gloria. <laughs> Gloria, I think I got your number. All right, can you pick a team to bet on that doesn't start with a C? All right, how about the, well, we went Islanders, Caps, uh, Stars and Flames, Calgary, Calgary. That's a tough one. Those are 
two evenly matched teams. Yeah, I was going to say both of them are minus one ten tonight. E- evenly matched teams that are going nowhere, but ultimately go Dallas in that series. Okay, Dallas. Did you write that down? You got the Dallas thing. There we go, Frank. Okay, Dallas. The Dallas. Boston Bruins versus the Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes are your Canucks of the East. They're going to be your Cinderella story. All put it all in on Carolina. It's either Hurricane or Hurricane. You're telling me it's Hurricane? The bunch of jerks. All right. So you're taking the Hurricanes? Hurricanes. And they're 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 actually the underdog right now in tomorrow's game. 9 a.m. They're playing tomorrow at 9 a.m. They will be the underdog the entire playoffs. Oof. Okay. And then, but they're only a slight underdog because you got Boston at minus one twenty-five, Carolina plus one hundred five, so almost so straight up there. Anyway, we move on. Avs, Avs, Coyotes. Oh, Avs, Avs all yeah. day. I thought the Coyotes would put up more of a fight, but that's going to be an Avs steamrolling. Okay, and then Tampa Bay, Columbus. That's the that's the five overtime series. And who do we think is going to? Oh, that's a tough one. That's going to go. That's going to be a long series because that <laughs> another one. Columbus upset them a year ago. It, were, it was an eight beating a one seed. And Tampa and, and forget? Well, we'll see. Okay. Columbus is plus 160 right now in that game on tomorrow. And then, again, we're going to revisit this. The Golden Knights and the Blackhawks. Uh, Golden Knights take that series. Okay. Still be a good series. That's everybody, correct? That's everybody. Am I missing a team? Am I missing a series? But who'd you pick for Tampa and Columbus? I didn't pick. Oh. I'm, I'm having Dewald pick, oh, and then uh, this okay. is going to influence who I bet on. I'm going to go with Tam- <laughs> Tampa ultimately takes that series. Okay. Tampa Bay, you got it. Tampa. <laughs> yeah, TB12. Is there, is, there, is there a 12, number 12 on the uh, the Lightning? Be the, be the um, just to, you know, because we like to keep ourselves honest with these bets. Woody, do you remember the team you picked to be the sleeper baseball COVID team? Yes. Oh. Who, who are they? The Pirates and the Blue Jays, baby. So, yeah. how are the Pirates doing? Not so great. Oh, they are no. the worst team <laughs> in the MLB. Oh, snap. They're still sleeping. What about my Blue Jays? Let's my Bluebirds. The Buffalo Blue Jays. Yes. Not too bad. What's their record? They're six and nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it. I'm to it. <laughs> you know, just nice. but three bye games bye. out of a wild card. That's not too bad. But, but you're Pirates. That Pirates prediction. You guys hey, like how many How many games are we into the season? Uh, for them, it's 17. Oh, they've got plenty of time to turn the ship around. You guys like What's my funny guy is uh, 43 games. Cardinals are above them at two and three. <sighs> <laughs> what? Oh my god! So many games canceled. That's why. Uh, I love two baseball. and three. Yeah, that's a problem. Golly, man. So, but we we like to keep ourselves honest. So I did see that update. And I was I like, ah, oh, I didn't freak. The Blue Jays are gonna make me sound like a genius though if they make it, man. With the young prodigies, the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm always good for one one prediction that's just god awful. Um, like a couple years ago, I said the Giants were gonna turn it around and win the World Series, and they didn't. I'll have to check our NBA postseason predictions. Because you, the only one that's oh. hit so far was Joking Noah signing with the team. <laughs> that was a genius. Prodigy. <laughs> so I have to check with the other ones. We'll I think see. I said Damian Lillard would not make the playoffs, but he'll be All NBA first team. Mm-hmm. You did say that. So he did. I got. I, I need to, Memphis to win. That could still come to play. And no, that would be I would, would count the play-in uh, game as a playoff game, right? Is a play-in count no. as a playoff? A, You're playing off. You're playing playing in off or to playing see off. who gets in. No, it's there eight teams in each. You are literally the definition of the playoff in that game. No, in your play-in game. No. All right. Anything else? Oh, man. Any any parting shots? Anything? Did you watch a movie? No, I didn't. Are you going to do that next week? Yeah, I might bring the movie reviews back. i got to get back in the swing of movies. It's we, tough. We've kind of lost a little structure uh, since the Radiothon. The COVID, too. <laughs> yeah, that didn't oh, help nothing either, man. The Rona, just everything. Everything about this is just... We're, we're getting our bearings back, though. I, um, I, my parting shot is thank you to Jeff for helping me uh, realize I should be gambling more. Why? 
because it's a lot of fun. It's free money. <laughs> it's free money. Free money yeah. if you make it. If you if the bets land. Don't yeah. worry about that part, dude. It's I bet free money. I saw that. I saw the Blazers were. Remember, uh, micro bet like people micro dose. Oh, yeah. There's no shame in a five dollar oh, yeah. bet. All right. Dude, if, you're betting five, if you're betting five to turn around seven twenty five, screw it. That's an extra two twenty five you didn't have before. Don't let anybody shame you. Hell yeah, that's. Like I don't a have soda. a problem. You have a problem. That's right. There you dude, go. I put forty bucks on a. Blazers to win eight bucks the other day. That was really fun. see that's that not was, good. Yeah. That was thrilling. The, that's the, not the sixes were down. Uh, Simmons and Embiid. I was like, put all my money on the on the Blazers that came. Well, through. betting will be easier now because in the playoffs people aren't going to be resting or Giannis is going to play more than yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, it's going to be a little easier now. Oh, that and it's just I know that sometimes I have the kiss of death. So there are certain day, certain days where it's like you need to just hit up and find out who I'm betting on and then bet the opposite of that. <laughs> and you're probably good. guaranteed to win some money. I can't tell you how many times just in the bubble alone I went to go try and try one of my shiesty little second half live bets and it completely pooped all over me and I'm like, all right, this is not ideal. So right, next week we got playoffs, hockey and basketball. Yeah. Baseball's going to be doing his thing. Going to be chugging along. We'll see if college football. My my bold prediction. Write this down. It is August fourteenth at the time we're writing this. Two or the time we're doing this. We don't write podcasts. Uh, the time we're doing this. Two <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. The end of August. All of college football will be canceled. Even the um. SEC. Even the SEC. I'm, that's my bold prediction. Is you don't that want these, football, Jeff? I'm not saying that. No, I want <laughs> football, but I also want the kids to be safe. Yeah, no Do doubt. you spell canceled with one L or two? Oh, well, this again. It's one is the English spelling, right? Because two would make it English. Phenomenal knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. I'm yeah. kind of worldly. Uh, and then I'm, I'm following my baseball track, so... I think I have three weeks left for the baseball season to get canceled because I said oh, that two weeks ago and I wanted yeah. to give myself five. And if you guys are on Instagram later, you'll see that I got a new pull-up bar um, delivered to my house and I already came up with a joke for it. So when I set it up, I'm going to put it on my Instagram story and just be like, this is a weird looking sex swing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be ready for that. Can't wait. <laughs> even though I already heard the joke. <laughs> it's going to be even better. I'm going to look at it and be like, oh yeah. I've had that thing written since Monday when I ordered the pull-up bar. It's, it's just a, yeah. What it do, baby? All right, so we'll be back on oh dude and ufc 4 came out today i pre-ordered that fifa 21 coming out in october i pre-ordered that i'm on it baby i'm on it with the ea sports stuff i'm uh i'm deep into a franchise for madden Ooh, how many years nice this is our we're in our third season we're already rocking like auto-generated rookies let me tell you just coming from somebody who's who's two seasons deep with sunderland and fifa 20 nobody cares except for you and that's totally fine because you should still shove that content down their throat and let them know how hard you're working not only as a coach but as a general manager and just a general playmaker because you're doing all of that in the franchise mode yeah i would gladly hear about your franchise but i have to have a franchise so i can bore you about my franchise we have to all join a franchise we have to do like a fantasy football franchise thing to to, to, to tease you guys with I might do this with a friend and we should all do it together. 32 team fantasy football. No. Oh, good Lord. I'm out. I'm oh. out this year. 32 This year, this year I'm out Armageddon. on fantasy football because I'm just not sure about the season as a whole. But moving forward, shelf that. Yes, I'm interested. I mean, 32 I, team. I'm it's very dream. interested. You'd have to like. Your backup quarterback oh, this, is a legit backup this quarterback. This Brown's backup fullback is going to get me three points yeah. today. <laughs> Yeah, the, the point scoring has to be so generous. Is there a way that you could grade that on a curve to where like a special teamer can like get one tackle and no, have it be worth like I ten points? I think the scoring's legit, so people are gonna have like forty point weeks, and Ugh. that's a good week. And I can't wait because I have my legit fantasy <laughs> league, and then I want to do the scrappy thirty-two team thing. Scrappy, scrappy, love it. All right, well that'll do it for us. We will be back next Friday, pending that all of us don't die. Let's go with that. All Amen. right, until next time. Thank you to all.